Welcome to Terry Messenger's Genius Zone. Are you a passionate person who wants to stand out in your field and become an iconic leader who thrives within your genius zone? Here on this show, I interview people who are heart-centered and passionate about serving the world with an outstanding presence. I will demonstrate here how to tap into your infinite God-given gift and platform your limitless potential to create a world-class business. Hello, hello, and welcome to our episode of Terry Messenger's Genius Zone. And by now, you know this is the place and the space where you are going to discover some gold nuggets because every week I bring somebody on board and when we do, we have a deep, juicy conversation about their zone of genius. Sometimes I actually go deep with them. So even for them, there can be a great revelation. However, more importantly, this is a revelation that you are going to receive as well. So in this broadcast, as we bring it to you, totally unshackled, unleashed, unplugged, and no practice rehearsals, no edits, we're just going to come to you live and raw. I'm going to bring to you someone, a woman after my own heart. She is, in fact, a woman that she definitely helps other women. She transforms through gratitude. She is a great believer in unlocking your unlimited potential behind your power that you have. And we all have power. I'm sure you know this. And to understand about your own life. And as I bring this lady on, she is a married mum of two kids and her two children are in their 20s. So she's very aligned with myself. And at this point in life, she is the person who is actually living in the empty nest or is she living her best years ever? Let's find out. But you're going to also find out that this lady's got six dogs, one turkey, two bunnies, two tortoises, two mini pigs, one mini donkey and a mini horse. So with no further ado, let's bring on the beautiful Jennifer. Hi, Jennifer. Thank you so much, Terry, for that introduction and for having me today. I'm really excited to be here. Is this really true? Do you really have all these animals floating around? I do. They're all here on my property. I care for all of them 24-7. The majority of them, there are six that are in my house that are mine personally. And then the remainder of them all belong to the charity that I started, Kindness Shared, Happiness Squared. We are a charity for children and animals. So we take rescue animals and 
they become therapy animals when they come here. That's their only job is to give love and receive love and be ambassadors for their breed. So um, we bring the children in need and animals in need together and the, the magic just happens from there. So yeah, so there's nothing, I laugh when people say, oh, you're an empty nester. I'm like, there is nothing empty about my nest. <laughs> Quite the contrary. <laughs> you are not an empty nester. Your nest is full. <laughs> yes. Yes. Full of dogs and turkeys and bunnies and cats and cows and ducks and tortoises and pigs even, and even a donkey. Is that right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hey, I've got a rescue dog myself. Maybe I can pick your brains. Oh, that's wonderful. Sure can. Yeah. Well, actually, you know, I, I'm i probably much in the same position as, you know, my children are in their 20s, you know, they're doing all the things, you know, one, my youngest is out of home and uh, she's doing uni studies and she's really finding her life and she's had a big change in her life recently um, but she's really proving that you know how it goes Jennifer when people suffer they go through challenges you know it's always you know there's two ways you can look at it really isn't there there's one way you can look at it from the problem and feel like the victim or you can turn it around and actually become the master of your destiny what do you reckon Oh, absolutely. And with your guidance, I'm, I'm pretty sure your kids are, are tuned in to which way they want to choose. Yeah, it's funny you should say that, actually, because this particular daughter was probably my most stubborn, and there must be one in every household, but she really resisted anything that I was, you know, putting out there. But it's really interesting, you know, sometimes I listen to her conversations and she chats like she's fully equipped as a coach and like she's got all the skills of NLP and hypnosis. But, you know, I, I'm a great believer that things are often caught more than they're taught. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I, so, I, I also think it's natural um for kids to resist right they, they're mm. supposed to individuate they're supposed to think that the things that we do maybe you know are not the path they're going to take but like you said <laughs> caught rather than taught so in when as they evolve into their own person and we give them the space to do that it's remarkable how much they really caught as as things went mm. on and, and how beautiful it is to watch that absolutely unfold. Oh, it, it really is. It really is. And it was my young daughter who decided she would bring home this black dog one day and she said, Mum, my friend has to give it up and I want to take it on. But we were in a rental property and all the kids, had, the other two had sort of gone, left home, and I was ready to be, you know, like I guess this empty nester free and then she says she insists because she's a very strong-willed girl and she she brought this black dog home and there she was in all her glory and you know it was very interesting because the moment that I saw her I felt this instant 
like a spiritual connection. It was so weird. Mm. Yeah. And then, you know, uh, the thing, I guess if I was going to ask you a question on on my dog, and I know they say that there's a lot of reflection around, you know, owners and their dogs, and as it turns out, my, my daughter's now left home. We've got a shared custody thing happening with her, but that's when she's in a property where she can take her. So, um, you know, she's really, my dog has come such a long way. In fact, she used to sit under my feet when I were having NLP, you know, consulting sessions and she loved them and she transformed. She actually transformed through these sessions that I would be having with people. And But there's only one problem and, and this is something I can't deal with and maybe you might be able to help. She has this some kind of weird phobia about other dogs. Yeah, I mean, you don't know what what her situation was before she came to you. So who knows what the interactions were. Mm. And, and I'm glad that she is, a, she's been benefiting from your NLP work. It doesn't surprise me at, at all because they do pick up so much. They just absorb our energy. Um, mm. Yeah. So I would, I would just be mindful of, and I'm sure that you are of your interactions with other dogs and not pushing her past her boundaries and keeping in mind that she's definitely when there are other interactions with other dogs, she's also picking up on your energy or who, whoever is with her. A lot of times it can start out very simple where we have one interaction that's not so great. And then we see another dog, we see another dog and we get tense right away and mm, they start mm. feeding off of our energy. So, so it's yes. being mindful of her as it is ourselves as well. Yes, absolutely. So it's interesting that you say, you know, don't push her um, because, yeah, that was, I thought that that was what I was supposed to do. But um, I'm, I'm kind of happy just, you know, respecting the fact that she obviously does have some kind of experience, which leads me to saying it's no different to people, but it's interesting, you know, like when I learned neuro-linguistic programming, the first thing that one of the stories that I heard was about Pavlov's dogs. Did you ever hear that story? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm. And how all the dogs would hear the bell and they would, you know, start to salivate because they knew the sound of the bell meant they were going to have food. And it, it's interesting how the point they were making in neuro-linguistic programming is how us humans are very much the same. We are triggered by our past experiences. Exactly. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So tell me about your work that you do with women, Jennifer. I would really love for you to share about, you know, 
whom you're, you know, like if you could think back, if I could ask you the question, and I think, you know, because I'm coaching a lot of other coaches and, you know, some of these coaches, I'm telling you, they've been around for 15 years. They're they're very, very gifted, you know, um, and, you know, it's just that they're really finding that specific niche online and I quite often say to them, look, when you're referring to this question, like when I ask you the question, you know, think of someone you've really impacted without, you know, sharing their their intimate details or their name, but what kind of a person was that client that you helped and what was it that you helped them change? Usually my, my favorite thing, the way I, I coach is I use uh, gratitude. Mm. So transformation through gratitude is my thing. And one of the reasons why I love that so much is it kind of goes against what, what we're, we believe societally, I think. Like we think that we listen to the voices in our head, they're usually very critical. And, mm -hmm. and if that worked, we probably wouldn't be beating ourselves up years later for the same things if that worked. <laughs> exactly. So, right? When people are like, oh, how can that work? It's that, you know, how, how's gratitude going to fix that? Or how's gratitude going to fix this? I'm like, well, how's it been working so far? You know, like, <laughs> The critical voice is, is not doing it. And that's, I think it's so common that we have that. And so most of the women that come to me have, they're very, very self-critical. They are their, their, you know, hardest judge. And mm -hmm. they're the ones striving for perfection in all of the things. There's really not, a, it's not the outside forces. It's, it's them. And because I think nothing stays in a box, we don't really carp, uh, de, de carp, you know, the word I'm going for. What is the word I'm looking for? <laughs> is it, um, it compartmentalized? Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Sometimes. Really? Oh my gosh. What a fluke. I'm a psychic. Good job. Good job. Um, we just don't, the areas of our lives, the different areas of our lives don't fit in neat little boxes. We mm. can try to put them there, but they leak onto yeah. other things, right? So somebody might come to me because they, um, they're not that happy with their marriage. And somebody else mm. might come to me because they're not that happy with their job. And I always look at everybody as a whole. I don't just focus on, okay, let's look at your job or let's look at your marriage. It's let's look at everything because it might not be either of those things that are really exactly cause, right? Like we don't know what is leaking where and where the troubles leak, the blessings mm. too, right? Like we can leak the good stuff just as much as we can leak the challenges that we want to clean up. So uh, I use gratitude and it just, it's one of those things that people are amazed 
at the results. We had, um, I just had a lady yesterday in our Sunday gratitude gathering that just was so excited to share. She's like, this is gold. It works. I have to share again. Uh, she had a situation with her husband that was historically in their marriage, very challenging. Um, it would be a, a source of arguments. And she said, I, I just, I just trust the process. And uh, she intentionally focused on gratitude for about 24 hours before this conversation intentionally kept her vibration there. And when she had the conversation, she in her words, she says, it was easy breezy. It was like, mm -hmm. it was not a big deal. She's like, this is just amazing. It, re it really does work. That and is amazing. That is yeah. so amazing. I would love to find out more about this because, you know, I I think that, you know, one of the mistakes that a lot of people can make, and I probably am definitely guilty for this, is overthinking everything and looking for some kind of, you know, scientific, uh, huge, profound answer that's going to solve the problem when in actual fact it's the simple thing such as gratitude and I guess my question to that is what would you say to someone if they were in a bit of a uh, I guess like a you know how people get into that stressed mental fog where they're kind of looping and going around and around and around in this kind of a negative vortex. And so you sort of say to them, what would you say to someone who's in that spiral? You know, because obviously gratitude, you've got to kind of compose yourself, surely. Well, uh, a couple of things I would say to that. One might be take a nap. <laughs> um, or, or watch a movie that makes you laugh or, or find a short YouTube, you know, that you can watch in mm. two minutes that will help shift your energy. Because mm. yeah, when you're in that loop, it's kind of like fighting against it sometimes just makes it stronger, right? Because you're just realizing that you're so in that that negative space and it doesn't feel good and you don't want to be in it. So you just build all of this resistance towards it. And Sometimes it's just finding a way just to let it go rather than trying to not push against it. And then, then you can fill mm. in with the other things. I always say gratitude is a lifestyle and mm. sometimes it's, it's really strong and, and sometimes we, we let it go a little bit, but to the goal is for it to be a, a daily lifestyle and not necessarily like we don't want to expect all of the things, all of the negativity to go away because we decided to pick up an attitude of gratitude like that. That little quote is, you know, so catchy attitude of gratitude. And mm -hmm. I do love it. Right. I love it on some levels. <laughs> and I, I always add to that. It's a that's not the end. That's the jumping off place. Right. Like that's where we start where we choose to have that attitude of gratitude, but that's just the beginning. That's not going to take away 
any any of the things. It's it's the willingness. That's like that's my willingness. I want to have an attitude of gratitude, and it comes from a daily lifestyle. Mm. So what you're saying then is that gratitude is a lifestyle that people can adopt and they they can actually change. And if somebody is in, you know, that kind of a rut where they are really going around and around and looping, um, and I know I can loop, I know that, um, you know, you get yourself into that kind of a, a pattern where you're stuck in it. And, and I know as a practitioner and a trainer and, a you know, a, a, even a hypnotherapist that the, the big code, the secret key is always about changing state. So it's interesting that you said, you know, um, you know, do something like watch TV or go and take a nap. Um, and it's interesting that you you say that because I hold this membership in Voxa where we're all accountable, you know, and we're creating. Obviously, I'm helping them create their world-class iconic programs. And, you know, we're going through a full moon. Did you know that it was a full moon at the moment, Jennifer? Absolutely. Yes. Uh, that is, moonology is one of my certifications. I love, love, love to learn. Uh, well, I'm going to pick your brains then. Newer ones. <laughs> well, I'll pick your brains on behalf of my community. So one of the things that came up, one of the ladies said that she was feeling really stuck with the full moon energy and, you know, what could she do? How could she move out of it? Because obviously, you know, we are helping to create people. So they're, they're launching their legacy, they're branding their brilliance and they're, they're claiming their own power. So what I said to her is, Disclaimer, I am not an astrologist. I do not know a lot about the lunar, about the stars, but I do know that the word lunar comes from the word lunatic. <laughs> and in actual fact, a lot of people go loony around the full moon. And I know a lot of people, I've got people who are close to me that do change around that time. And so as I gave the disclaimer, I said, I would ask you to immerse yourself into a cold bath because that will completely change your state and not only will it change your state, and I, I'm not talking about dipping your toe in and then putting your calf in and then easing your thighs in and then sitting into it slowly. I'm talking about like if there was a rock pool that was frozen cold, actually jumping straight in so your breath is literally like <gasps> taken away, you know? Because mm -hmm. that will most certainly, it will not only change your state, but you will have this natural hit of dopamine. Because the moment that you come out of it 
and you suddenly take that kind of comfort and warm yourself and put yourself into this like cozy uh, towel or rug or in front of a heater, the moment that you get cozy, you're going to have this big dopamine hit. And that's when you can move in and that's where we'll move into the gratitude. So tell me, Jennifer, how do you encourage women to do gratitude? Do you tell them to state it with their tongue, write it down in a journal? Can you talk me through that? Sure. Um, Well, like you mentioned with your membership that you support them on Voxer. I think, you know, membership, community support is so valuable, right? I mean, that's, that can really make or break somebody's transformation, which Mm. obviously, you know, because you, you know, you have that there for a reason. And Mm. we meet in gratitude gatherings weekly. And So many people say, like, no matter what happens during the week, we know that there's an opportunity to reset at gratitude gathering, right? Like it's we come together and yeah, sometimes it might be uh, journaling or sometimes there might be some affirmations or mantras. But every week, every week there is a new every month has a theme. Every week has a topic. There's a a new tool every mm. week to try. And I always say, you know, it's their, their weekly activity should they choose to try it. And then we come back and, and discuss it the following week. Like what, what happened? Did it work for you? Did it not? What was, you know, to, and get everybody's different perspectives because right. Like for some people, a cold ice bath is going to be the ticket. And for some people it's, you know, going to be something else. And there's so mm. many different opportunities and different ways to work with gratitude. There's as many different ways as there are days of the year. I mean, it's really goes beyond any, if you Google anything or look up any blogs, they're generally the typical, right? Um, write your list, do whatever your practice is, the, those, those ones. But I, I try to take it to a a different level, an unexpected level. And one of my biggest takeaways from NLP was how important it is to have your subconscious on board, right? Mm, you're You're only going to go as far as your subconscious is going to let you. So uh, our topic questions and our discussion questions during gratitude gatherings are not questions that you would necessarily think have uh, significance. So they're just, they're very safe. And that's one of the reasons why we see so much transformation as well. I think with gratitude gatherings is that the community is a really safe place for you to Mm. explore your thoughts because that's where we see, that's where our, our, those little limiting beliefs come up that we didn't even know were there. So we get to go in and look at things and shine the light of gratitude as we're looking, which makes it so safe rather than mm. criticism, which we just naturally kind of want to hide from. So, um, yeah, so there are different 
it's a, a different process every week. Sometimes it's a little bit of a focus on um, worthiness because, you know, like gratitude, I always say gratitude opens doors. Gratitude does open doors. And if we don't feel worthy, we're not going to walk through that door. So mm. it's very um, organic. Like, like I said, like we touch on all, on all of the things with, with gratitude really as being our compass and our guide through, through life. And it's a, just a beautiful way to go through life. Well, that's amazing. And I, I really, really feel that the accountability and, you know, just having that, you know, group that of people who are safe, that can commune and come back to that place where they can obviously discuss where they are and what they're doing and then know that they're held accountable to this, you know, idea of gratitude. And they do say gratitude is the highest frequency. I'm sure you know that, right? Yeah, gratitude and love. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the highest frequency. So, you know, what do you do if someone is really suffering and they're angry or they're going through something where they, you know, they're locked into it? How, how do you turn, what do you do to turn them around to get them to gratitude? Is, is there any magic uh, tip or trick or key to someone who is going through something, you know, that is hard um, to actually turn their life around into gratitude? Yeah, the, I think the most important thing, and the, the first thing is to honor where they are, right? Mm. We, can't, we can't push anybody past where they need to be and neither should they. Sometimes it is a matter of just sitting with the feelings and honoring them. And in that, we can be grateful that we recognize the feelings. We're not numbing them out in any way. That's brave, right? To yes. feel, feel those feelings that don't feel good and not to run away from them or numb them out. That's something to be grateful for. You have courage. You're alive. <laughs> you're, alive. You're, you're alive and you're you're hanging in there. You're saying, hey, I feel this way and I don't want to feel this way anymore, but I don't know what to do with it. You know, like, it, but you're asking, you're reaching out for help, which is something to be grateful for. That's wisdom. Um, so there's a lot of things going on underneath that there are things there to be grateful for and let's be sad for a minute. If you're angry, let's be angry for a minute and take a few steps up. Like you said, gratitude is the highest vibration. If we're down really, really in a low vibration, there is no magic wand that's going to get you from really despair up to gratitude in one fell swoop. That's mm. unrealistic. Can it happen? Yeah. Well, yeah, it can if you've been practicing it for, you know, a really long time and you're very aware of your feelings and you know this is just a blip and you're going to get there. But but usually you might take a few steps, right? Like if you're super sad and you're really depressed uh, and you make your way up to anger, that's better. You're moving up the emotional scale if you if you can go to anger. And maybe from anger you can get up to hopeful. 
Um, or maybe not. Maybe you're going to stop at worry and then you're going to move up to hopeful. And then you're going to move up to, you know, like up and up and up. It's like a ladder. You're not getting from the bottom mm. to the top. There's a, lots of rungs in there on that ladder for a reason. We need them, right? If you're climbing a ladder, yes. you're skipping the rungs. So I would say just really be kind to yourself and honor the feelings that you're having and being willing to look at them, see, you know, what is this mine? Do I need this? What can I find that I promise there's something good in there? Because as they say, life happens through us, not to us. Um, mm -hmm. or you could say life happens for us. I'm a life happens through us type of person. You know, so it's it's coming. And if we want to choose gratitude, we can we can choose to look for it. We don't even have to say, I'm going to be grateful for this. Because right now that might be too much of a leap, but you can be mm. willing to look for the gratitude. You could be willing to think that maybe somewhere tomorrow there might be something I can see. So being willing is half of the battle. Yes. Yes, I love that. And I love what you said about, you know, moving up the ladder. And very interestingly, I was saying to my clients tonight, you know, as they're approaching like the full moon energy and the stuckness and all the things, and I said, like, there's two approaches. There's there's a physical approach. You want a physical approach. You know, you jump into a cold bath. You're not going to be thinking about that stuck energy anymore because you're going to be too busily concentrating on your body that is frozen solid. And when you get out, you're going to have this big dopamine hit. But the other was moving up through the realms and because I as a hypnotherapist always tend to take people up you know above and outside of their situation sometimes so they can really 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 look at it and I mean you know because I've been doing this kind of work for years so like now we 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 really go astronomically high like we'll go up into the planet even and we'll look down and see our lives as a a minuscule you know grain of sand and like this moment of time where we might be stuck in anger or sadness or some kind of a depression may seem so bad but funnily enough when you're moving upward and out you're kind of separating yourself if you will and you're able to kind of see it from a different perspective and, you know, even when I first did NLP, I remember I had so many gripes with so many people and they taught us how to look from a perspective above and look at that other person and look at you know, your own scenario. And even like if there's anger and, you know, like if you're caught up in anger about something that somebody did and no, they're wrong and they wronged me and all the rest of it, you know what it's like. If you actually drop down into that person's physical body and the way they teach you with NLP and you suddenly look through their eyes, it's amazing because I did this particular modality 
And I was so angry with this person because they were very, very close to me. They were a family member. And I, I really felt like they had, you know, kind of almost abandoned me, you know, at a very harsh time in my life. But then when I dropped into their physical form and looked through their eyes and felt through their skin, I realised they were operating out of fear and it was fear for me. They So rather than, you know, um, approaching it this way, they approached it in another way. But it was quite enlightening and then they get you to do this triangle where you look through the other person's eyes and then you go into your own self and you look through your own eyes at that scene but then you move into a third party so you're sort of up like looking down from a bird's eye view and then you drop into this third party where you're kind of looking through a stranger's eyes so you're able to give a very objective point of view on the scenario. And, my gosh, it was incredible. It just, you know, from moving up that scale as you're talking about, Jennifer. So tell us, do you have a specific program that people can join for this, you know, accountability, this membership and this gratitude program? Yes. Um, gratitude membership is uh, is the program. And it's the accountability, like you were saying, of the group that meets weekly. And there is also a bonus accountability day because I'm with you. I think I think accountability makes all the difference to somebody's success. So we there's Wednesdays also are accountability days where we just check in three times mm. a day, which sounds like, oh my goodness, three times a day. It's just 15 minute check-ins. Like you pop in. In the morning, we set intentions because that's really important, right? To not just what our goals are. We, we share what our goals are and what our intentions um, are. And then we do a midday check-in and then an afternoon wrap-up to just celebrate gratitude for the things that, that we've accomplished and the things that went sideways and all of the things and look for the gratitude in them. Because I feel that the accountability, the support, the community is so mm. important that the people that we surround ourselves with make so much of the difference, right? If we're, oh, it's absolutely. one thing to say, you know, like, I'm, I'm going to be grateful. Awesome. That's wonderful. And then your community of people that are around you are really negative or down or angry. And that's all you have. It makes it a whole lot more difficult. <laughs> Right. To achieve oh, yes. Goals. So, yes. So you kind of keeping everyone accountable for being inside of that gratitude. And I love that. And I, I believe that, you know, this is what makes the world go round. You know, it's when you kind of suffer in silence and you're sort of not really having anyone to, to be accountable to. But, you know, especially, I mean, in my zone of genius here in the podcast, it's all about success and, you know, growth and personal development. So really, if you want to grow, if you want to have personal excellence, being in a group 
is going to be imperative. And if you want to get into Jennifer's group and you want to become accountable with gratitude, how can they contact you, Jennifer? Um, on my website, it has all, all the information and I'm pretty sure you'll link all the um Absolutely, we will. Okay, yes. So there's a specific um, gratitude page under the, the work with me. So you can find about all the uh, gratitude membership there. And um, anybody can feel free to email me, of course, as, as well. I'm super happy to just chat with you. There's there's a, you know, like a book of coffee chat on the on the website there. Don't feel that you're under any obligation whatsoever that if you talk with me, I'm going to try to sell you into something. It's really, really important to me as Terry, it is with you, the people that we work with, mm. it really is a natural alignment. So exactly, you, know, you talk to me for five minutes and you're like, yeah, I don't know about this stuff. I don't think this lady's for me. That's awesome. That's, you know, mm. that's clarity. You have, you gain clarity that I am not the one for you. And if you talk and you want to work with me, then we can, you know, discuss that at, at as well, but it's mm -hmm. not, um, I'm happy to talk about gratitude and all the wonderful, positive, loving, supporting ways out there that we can lift each other up. So don't, don't hesitate to book a call. There's no obligation with it. That, that is just incredible. And I love that. And I couldn't agree with you more. You, that alignment, you know, you've got to do yourself the biggest favor and really go with people that you resonate with, that you feel that gut instinct with. So we will pop your link um, right here so you can go right to the link directly and contact Jennifer. And Jennifer, is there anything you would love to share before we conclude this podcast? I would really love, thank you for the, the opportunity for that. Anytime that I have an opportunity like this, I would love to remind everybody, you are enough exactly the way you are right now. And I think that all the personal growth work that we do is because we want to grow, right? Like we're in an expanding universe. So it's our natural calling to want to do better and, and want to be better and want to succeed at, a, at higher levels because that's the, our natural wanting to evolve, just like a plant grows, right? Mm. So I don't, I don't think people should feel I need to be different or I need to be better. It's, it's none of that. You are perfect exactly how you are. You are enough. And if you have a calling to just want to grow and blossom a little bit more, like, like nature does with the trees and the plants and the flowers, then that is awesome. But you are enough mm. exactly how you are. I love that. And I tell you what, that's very coincidental that you ought to state that. And I mean, nothing's planned in this podcast. Everything just rolls off our tongue very, very naturally. Um, however, this is one of the manifestation evolutions, you guys. 
to listen to what Jennifer just said. You are enough because when you're pushing and you're grinding and you're trying to make things happen and you're chasing after the wind, you know, it's like you're, the, whatever you're chasing is running from you. But when you can stop and, as Jennifer has said, just embrace yourself and know that you already are enough exactly how you are and then if you can you know embrace the gratitude and really embody that gratitude and speak it into your life that is when you're going to truly call in the magic. Jennifer, I just want to thank you so much for bringing this beautiful, delicious piece of information to our, you know, audience. And, you know, I'd love you to just stay on board here so we can have a chat after the show. And can I just get you to wait backstage? Absolutely. Thank you so much for this platform for sharing. I really appreciate it. It's been an absolute pleasure. I'll see you in a moment. Wow, wow, wow. So there you are. The simple art of gratitude, but then the profound, incredible, you know, unity of accountability. So get on board if you would like to join that group. Make sure you click the link because this is really something. Gratitude is the highest frequency. So if you can hold yourself accountable, that is the biggest blessing. Now, you may have a story that you want to share on this show. You may have a zone of genius that you want to dig deep into and you may want to open up and fan into flames. Whether you know your zone of genius or whether you would like to know more about it, why don't you jump on a call with me? You can go right over to my website, terrymessenger.com, that simple, and book a call and let's discuss. And we will see you on next week's show. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to our show. And if you want to know how to tap into your zone of genius, or if you have a gift that you want to platform to the world, go to my website, terrymessenger.com, and where it says Elite Crown Master Key, click on Book a Free Discovery Session, and we will map out your road to success.